But no, all I have unlocked so far is the main Heisei Riders and Mach. They basically give you Mach, so... I thought you would take him otherwise. <laughs> yes, basically. Boost up for Buster! Kettle! This is Superhero Time. With XV. No, no, no! Hey, Mickey. Plink, 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 plink. Paladin. <laughs> Ken. Choo choo. And Fort Max. Dong, dong. This week on Superhero Time, no Mickey. Join Aww. us in our sadness. Oh. <laughs> It's like my whole reason for podcasting has left. <laughs> I guess that means no Star Trek this week either. But that's not really such a problem because Star Trek's not really like time sensitive. Have you informed Scott yet? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> He'll find out eventually. So, um, Paladin. Yes? You said there wasn't really much in the way of news this week. Pretty much. Uh, how how much is not much? I can cut it down to, like, three items at most. I assume one of those is, um, Juo Gorilla. Uh, no, actually. No? Because I mean, we had those catalog scans. Well, surprise! Something we already knew is that the Juo Gorilla exists. No, but we saw the like the combination though for the first time. The oh well, yes, true. That's Juo Wild, Wild. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... That was, that's cool. Yeah. <sighs> it I reminds really me, hate these words. It reminds me a lot. Actually, for some reason, like the combination form, it has to be the helmet. Like reminds me of the Toro Sword. Even though. Yeah, it might be the helmet. Yeah, it's the helmet. Even though, obviously, it's a gorilla, not a bull, but... Gorillas, <laughs> bulls, I mean, they're not that different when you get down to it. Mammals. Generally black. Sometimes brown. Hmm. And they all make good hamburgers. Um... When have you eaten gorilla? No, I'm saying gorillas make good hamburgers. Oh, they... You know, they make good hamburgers. Well, Paladin? Don't, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I can't oh. tell if it's a really good or a really bad idea for a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to other news. It looks like the Dino Supercharged hiatus will begin on April 2nd. That's further than I expected. Are we skipping some weeks in March? Just one. They lose the 12th, I believe, to the Kids' Choice Awards. Okay. Oh, no, that'll get us to episode 8. Yep. Uh, crap. I, I hate how accurate that is. <laughs> well, yes. we went to, like, 10 in the first season. 9, I think, actually. No, it was just episode 8 again. What's oh, it? God. Dang. Huh. I thought we got farther the first time around, because, like, we were saying how it was unusual. Maybe it took longer to get there. 
It might have. Huh. Well, at least I like Juoger. <laughs> uh, well, you better hope you still like Juoger when April rolls around. Yeah. Because a lot can happen between now and then. Yeah. And the rest of Dino Charge will finally be added to Netflix in mid-March. Well, that's good. Mm. Yeah, for anyone who wants to catch up. Or just rewatch. Yeah. Also a worthy cause. <laughs> Dino Charge is very watchable. Yeah. Yeah, we'll discuss that in a bit. Well, this week was kind of weird, but regardless. <laughs> Meanwhile... The Legacy Falcon Zord is out in stores, and Toys R Us already put it on clearance. For a, for a little price of what? $80. $80. What a bargain! <laughs> now, now, Peldon, how are you defining that as clearance? Toys R Us. I, I think that word does not mean what you think it means. I think that oh, word is now, not, what was suggested retail? I think that word does not mean what Toys R Us thinks it means. I the, and uh, I told us they had marked it down to $60, but apparently Toys R Us didn't get that memo. <laughs> so screw it. Nerds will buy this. And they keep coming out, so nerds keep buying it. Yeah. yeah. Which is sad. <laughs> not as sad as other entries in the Legacy line, though. The The communicator... Yeah, even still, $80 for the Falcon's Zord is... That's pretty sad. Uh-huh. Have you seen how much the damn Dragon Zord goes for these days? I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, but that was still just $80 when it was retail, and that was more justifiable because, you know, it's a bigger, more complete thing. Because it does things. <laughs> the Falcon's Zord does things. Kind of. It clips onto the back of the thing that's not out yet. <laughs> Make this for another year. And clips, on, and, uh, clips on to the other thing that hasn't even been announced. Right. Well, it kind of straddles that one. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, you know, a, a Falcon gun harness. So, yeah, does anyone actually want With this With the thing? added bonus of not being able to uh, open any doors. <laughs> My arms can't reach the door. <laughs> hmm. Um. No. No. I don't think anyone here actually wants that. At least not for eighty dollars. Right. No. I mean, I wouldn't even buy the tiger game for eighty dollars. <laughs> Ken, could you die more quietly? No. <laughs> Ken, do we need to oil you again? Maybe. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Just you wait, Ken. One day we are going to hang out and somebody's going to bring you a bottle of oil. <laughs> going to throw it in their face. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> now, you know what? Not, Not it, so I guess it falls on to hey, Mickey. <laughs> oh, no. See, Paladin did not it getting the oil thrown back at him. He just not itted oiling Ken, which, I mean, that's a very reasonable thing to not it. Which is obviously completely distinct from getting oiled by Ken. 
the last thing well, I really I, wanted to bring I up. I don't think any of us are multiple men, so... Well, I mean, I, I suppose me and Paladin technically would count as multiple men. Collectively, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Please. Uh, don't blame me. Fort Mac brought it up. I know. <laughs> no one is free from blame here. I am. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, Ken, you asked to be here. Five and a half years ago. Shit. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> on March 27th, we will see the now annual team-up episode between Juoger and Ghost. Yeah, cool. And I guess Ghost has his power-up form by then. Yes. Have you seen the clearer scans of that thing? Yes. Oh. It there, has there's yeah. faces all over him. <sighs> I'm not saying Blade King form was like a masterpiece of design. Yeah. But it did this concept much better. It did. Because, like, at least Blade King form still fit within the aesthetic style of all the other suits in his series. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of important. Yeah. The, the faces painted all over Grateful's suit just make it look more I out of place. I think someone mentioned that did. That, uh missed out by not having uh, uh, Spectre and Necrom on his butt cheeks or something. <laughs> well, yeah. We haven't uh, seen... Have, have, we, yes. have, we've, have we seen a back shot of it yet? Yes, we have. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, th this is the other DLC for Batride War, apparently, I think. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, having Spectre and Necrom on his ass? Yes. No, yes, no, Fort no, no, That's no, it no. exactly. Sure, let's just go with that. I'm not going to try to correct him this time. <laughs> now, does this thing... Do now, uh, does, this, this, does this form have a face for Booster? No, I don't think so. Well, why would it? It's not compatible with any of the other equipment. <laughs> this is the stupidest power-up. No, I mean, like, what what are the faces on the suit? <laughs> yeah, no, I, one I know. Boost. I, I know, it's probably not because like, um, it doesn't work with anything look. else. Looking at the chart, I don't think so. So, you know, why why cross your upgrades? So basically, boost is completely pointless. Apparently everything's pointless. Except for to have him as a red rider for, you know, a quarter of the series. Right. Yeah, I... I, I Ghost is still... It's like, I enjoy watching it, and then I'm just like, okay... <laughs> I cannot legitimately say it has gotten worse so far. No. It's, it's, it's just this weird kind of like apathy I have towards it. I, I like I kind of enjoy it when I watch it, and then afterwards I'm just kind of like, well, I guess I can watch the subs eventually. Maybe. Eh. <laughs> eh. Yeah. I don't hate it, but yeah. There's not enough in it to hate right now. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. Last week's episode was kind of cool. Had a At good least vibe, one but... thing that Destroyed Array has been doing pretty well is actually introducing on if a plot thing dropping just okay, a few hints that mm -hmm. okay, yeah, I could see that. Okay, yeah, this is going to be a thing soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. Like I keep saying, Ghost works better when you watch it in chunks anyway, so... 
maybe as a whole little, you know. Yeah, but I'm talking about the dropping things more on it, considering going the head writer mostly has done uh, various dramas. dramas. Yeah, he's not a toku writer. Right. That, that kind of shows, but... <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Although, from no. the sound of it, I believe the team-up episode this year is being written by Arakawa. Oh! Cool. So that could break up things a little bit. Or it could make things incredibly creepy. It could. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> At this point, maybe the next writer series will be engaging. I wonder how much longer before we hear about that. July, August. Yeah, that's depressing. What writer needs to somehow have be able to have to start pre-production like a year ahead of like an additional year than what they usually get? Uh, but Fort Max, if they did that, we would end up with the writer equivalent of Ghost Ager for a year where all the money is going into the next series while the current series is still on. No, I'm talking about find a way to do that every year. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> but but then we'd have Ghost Sager the writer every year. Yeah, because you like you can't say that driving ghosts don't use the budget. Because they do, for certain. Yeah. But... Yeah, so we're not getting... <laughs> I mean, Ghost Sager used the budget, but it's more of a issue of Ghost Sager clearly what did not have much pre-production time. <laughs> Nobody yeah. cared about producing Ghost Sager, obviously. Yeah. Enough that they, they changed the production crew halfway through the show. Because everybody was looking <laughs> forward to the 35th anniversary of the next year. All right, considering the two seasons where, uh, well, the two series where there's been the additional production time over the norm... Have been really good ones. Really okay, good. Okay, and Gaim. Okay, three. Three double, series. Double? Kuga, double, Gaim. Ah, yes. Right or what? Yeah, yeah. Kuga, because it's not like they were doing anything else. <laughs> uh, just Robotech, right? It's not like oh, they were Robo doing anything Kong. else. <laughs> not like they were doing anything else. It's worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Although Agito ended up being really good without having the extra production time, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it can help, but it's not vitally necessary. Forza is good. But at this point, like, anything that can make the next series better. Yes! Eh, we'll we need see. Kobayashi back, damn it. Please. <laughs> Kobe Kobayashi not being meddled with. COs. <laughs> yeah. We can only hope. Now, now the next series is going to be done by Noe or something. Well, at least we would nope. know ahead of time to not even bother. <laughs> he is doing that new soup, that Common Rider One movie. So, so ba basically, me once I saw the production uh, crew on the new Garo anime. Right. Yeah, he was in that too. Yeah, the second series. <laughs> the head writer. <laughs> You can just hear Ken's spirit breaking a little more with every chuckle. Well, a head writer. He's still there. See, I'm spared all this just by not caring about the Garo anime in the first place. The first one's entertaining. I still need to have finished it. Well, the it, first but... one was Kobayashi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just think when you take the elements of Garo and put them in an anime, it loses what makes Garo special. 
the thing is though is like it's actually really well animated too, so that helps. And the, and when they trans and when the Makai Knights transform, it actually looks really freaking cool, as opposed to the second series where it looks like ugh, some CGI test shot. <laughs> and the second yep. series line, the opening is like, oh, pa- patterns over still image, mostly still images. It's like, uh huh. Why? Uh huh. Whereas the fir- opening for the first series had all sorts of crazy shit going on. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, actually. I'm just saying, like, you take Garo oh, and make it an anime, yeah. it's basically just another anime. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But I do think that it it does retain a certain sense of things. Mm. Best way to put it. But but I so I forget, did we run out of news yet? I think so. Well, speaking of Garo, I did just find the cast for the English dub. I don't really recognize any of the names. I recognize a few of them, but then again, I follow what uh, Funimation does a lot, so... Well, you kind of have to these days. Yeah, it's either Funimation or Sentai Filmworks or Viz. That's basically it. Uh Uh-huh. Does Ocean even do anything anymore? Nope. To the point point that Funimation is trying to get the uh, original Escaflone dub redubbed, but they're doing a Kickstarter so that way they I'm launching a Kickstarter. Which actually kind of makes some sense because you want to see if that actually has any interest before you throw a bunch of money into it. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense because it's an older series. But also the dub was by Ocean and the dub is awful. It was the one that they edited into the Fox Kids version too. Well, you know, Ocean dub around 2000. I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into there. Although, like, Blue Water did a lot better stuff just a couple years later. Yeah. It, it was mostly just Westwood in those days that was uh-huh. not so great. Kind of phoning it in. Like, if you could try and go back, the Gundam Wing dub does not hold up. I've been watching that recently, actually. Have you? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I <laughs> now, don't... who did the... Now, who was the G Gundam dub? Blue Water. Uh, Blue Water. Which is hit or miss, but no one's really good. I well, think... once the once the dub, once everyone realized, figured out exactly what type of show it was, yeah. it got real good. No, but yeah, Blue Water it... did other stuff too, yeah. um, and G the Gundam dubs is... were solid. Yeah, G Gundam is real hit or miss. Yeah, I think part of it is who's directing its stuff because yeah. I didn't isn't didn't Ocean do on Beast Wars and uh, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. that's also the difference between. You know, pre pre recording the dialogue before the animation's laid down and having to do word fit. Yeah, a, yeah. a lot of a lot of Ocean's older dubs they're just so stiff. Yeah. At least Blue Water, you kind of you know, even if the, even if it wasn't always that great, sometimes they you could still kind of you know get a feel for it instead of it just like people reading off a script. And again, I think that does come down to the direction to some degree, too, because, like, if we think about Armada and Energon's dubs, uh-huh. which Ugh. were Westwood. Horseshit. <laughs> no, but they were done by the Westwood studio. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I could be corrected on this, I think Terry Klassen was the director for both of those projects. <laughs> and wasn't when Cybertron came around. Cybertron had a substantially better dub. 
not great, but still substantially, substantially better. Now, <laughs> well, of course, oh. yeah, with uh, Armada, okay, the first quarter of Armada on, I wouldn't give anyone, give, uh, the, anyone involved with making the dub any grief because they were essentially pushed into a corner for the first part. By Cartoon Network going, oh, no, we're not that. Oh, that dub we were going to, we weren't going to be needing for uh, like the other six months. Uh, yeah, we need it in two weeks. But the show's not even done at it. Be done being animated. <laughs> and no, no, no. Can you think of Terry John? Haven't fully translated everything yet. Uh huh. And no, can you think of Energon where they had not finished animation that they had to use for the dub because of the timetable? Well, it, that was well, in, no, that, Armada that, had that, a lot. That was, that was in Armada and Energon. Because on Armada, on Energon, yeah, it had some, but not as much as Armada, especially early Armada. Well, there was a couple episodes of Energon where it was just like, it felt like I was watching storyboards. So. Yeah. But uh -huh. on, with Armada, on it, the, it aired on the early episodes aired months before they aired in Japan. The whole yeah. series aired before it aired in Japan. The funny thing about Energon, though, is that like it was only a month ahead of Superlink. So you'd watch the episode of Superlink, then you'd go back to Cartoon Network a month later and be like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, that too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that the shows themselves are blameless. No, no, no. Like, I don't think anybody's going to uphold Superlink as a masterpiece of Transformers storytelling. <laughs> um, it is most certainly more coherent than the dub. Uh-huh. It's But CGI is still atrocious. Uh-huh. Uh I like certain things about it. Voice is still but... atrocious? No. I mean, you have, you have a lot of really good voice actors in there. And they're being used terribly. No! The, the voice actors and the voice actors and are fine. Oh, Superlink! I thought we were still talking about Energon. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, uh, so yeah, I mean. But the I mean, the thing is, it's really I mean, the thing that makes Superlink visually painful is the CGI. Is how good the two D animation is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fact that when Cybertron went to Gonzo, that was an improvement. It's Gonzo. Now look, when you give Gonzo enough money, they will make decent 2D animation. Correct. Um, no, the thing with Energon or Superlink that was always funny was whenever the Transformers needed to have facial expressions, they had to be cell-drawn uh -huh. over the CG models. Because on all the mouth, the mouth movement was on every one was essentially just a black... Uh, quadrilateral that they would just stretch. <laughs> Sounds lewd when you say it like that, Fort Max. Oh my. <laughs> it's very unsafe behavior. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get talking about this? I have no freaking idea. I don't know. Talk about dubs. I think dubs. Garo. Garo, that's how. Garo, then that went to dubs. And then we got to talk about Transformers. Then that went to uh, Ocean. Ocean, yeah, Ocean and Westwood, and we segued right into it. No, but but the point is, the people employed by Ocean Group, both in Blue Water and Westwood Studios, 
are perfectly fine voice actors. Yes, and they've gone they've gone you know down to L.A. and or um, Texas, and they've done great work on other shows. Right. It's just Some there's there uh, <laughs> there's just shows where they were not used properly. Yes. Or they director was just. Well, I'm I'm lumping it in with not used properly. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Their talents were not fully utilized. Right, right. For whatever reason. But regardless, more to the point, Funimation usually does good ju- good dub, so Garo's dub will probably be good. It'll probably certainly sound like Funimation. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I can't I can't deny that. <laughs> yep. You so know, anyway. To pad this out some more, we could just talk about Pokemon Sun Moon. No, that's okay. We'll wait until the games actually come out. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. They, they're coming out. And, yeah, can, and all we and know about them up. so far is that uh, you can use Pokemon. You can Pokemon use them with Pokemon one. Bank to get stuff from the Gen One Virtual Console. Uh, and um, and the Mew glitch still works in the Virtual Console first uh-huh. gen games. So <laughs> basically, you can probably have infinite Mews. In um, Sun and Moon when they come out. I mean, I got a stack of Mew cards from game- various GameStops for the last month, but regardless. Well, yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, you can basically just get as many Mews as you want. Now, what's the steps for the Mew glitch exactly? Because I never. Oh, it's it, it's it's really um, <laughs> it's I don't know how anybody ever found this shit out, but what was it? You ha- it's like this one guy. There's a couple of trainers that. You have to hit start right when they see you, so that way it doesn't go into the battle, and, and then, then it goes to, to your menu. And, and then, then you have you to fly. fly. You have to fly back to a certain location, and then when you exit that area, the, your menu will come up automatically. You close it out, you'll get an encounter, and it'll then be it'll you. be you. <laughs> if you can get the timing right, it's not that difficult to do the rest of it at all. Get, getting the timing right on the trainer is the thing. Yeah. And it's only a couple, it's only like three or four different trainers in the game, I think. Basically, you're going to do the save first in case you need to reset the trainer. Yeah, basically. (laughs) But, yeah. So that's, um, well, that's going to be interesting come Gen 7. Well, like, there's not going to be a flood of hack muse on, like, GTS or anything, or Wonder Trade. Uh Because you can't trade them online. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, for your own use, you can certainly have as many Mews as you want through this process. Whole team of Mews, just all with different <laughs> attacks. Which is actually not, you know... Oh, and they can learn every uh, TM and HM. Yeah, exactly, so... <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know... Mew is... Mew is, um... Notable for rarity, but it's not that great of a Pokemon In when you get right down to it. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's just kind of fun. Yeah, pretty much. And since I'm not buying the virtual console ones, I'll settle for my two Mew cards from GameStop. <laughs> but well, I, I I bought red. I'm I'm pecking at it slowly. But Fire Emblem and Batch Ride War have been more distracting. Pokemon Fire Emblem. Basically, <laughs> it is really weird playing blue without the uh, default Game Boy Color uh, palette for it. Well, Fort Max, that's just because you're so young. You didn't you know play Pokemon on the. I, I, Green I ha- brick. On on the um virtu- on the 3ds virtual console though, if I'm ever using it, I have to like switch it to the green screen <laughs> part because I can't I can't play it in black and white. It look 
It looks just too. It's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. So I, I you know, I have to switch it. <laughs> or so no, there's someone else. Was it Triplet? Or I don't know who said that it looked wrong for him because it wasn't using the uh, Super Game Boy uh, palettes. Oh yeah, I remember somebody saying that, but I don't remember who. Yeah. yeah. I mean, none of was it Rob? Oh yeah, it was yeah, that was Rob. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean none of the virtual console games support the Super Game Boy stuff, so eh. Sadly. If they were smart they'd give you that add on from Pokemon Stadium that lets you play the game at triple speed. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about less interesting things. If such a thing is possible. So Juloger? Um, I guess we could start there. Did you think that was less interesting? I think it is less interesting overall, yes. Hmm. I enjoyed it more than Dino Charge this week. See, I didn't really have a big problem with this Dino Charge episode. I didn't have a problem with it, it's just... It needed it's more hassle. Just... They set the things. bar so high and it's so noticeable when they don't get back up to it again. One thing I have noticed in Dino Charge since the uh, new season started, they're um, using the guns a lot less as morphers. And a lot more as guns. Yeah, but I mean, like, most of most of these episodes, when they morph, they're just, like, you know, clicking the batteries or just skipping straight into the stock footage, even. Hmm. They're not I wonder, really... I wonder if that... I wonder if that's a intentional... Yeah, I don't know. Thing. They'd be know. okay, we can cut this. You've seen this, you don't need it. Yeah, the stock footage, yeah, they kind of want to have it. But yeah, we'll trim out this stuff. I kind of wonder, too, if it's like, you know, Nickelodeon got the um, first season's worth in before they started editing the second season. It's like, hey, why don't you tone that down a little bit? Yeah, the whole gun thing is a little... Somebody probably complained. Well, I mean, okay, so they shot the whole series back to back. So anybody complaining from the broadcast point onward, there's not really much they can do about that. Except cut around it. Right, which I don't feel like that's exactly the case. Mm. You know, I think it's just the Nickelodeon person saw even just like rough cuts of the season or, one heck, episodes. Or, for all we know, it could have been at the request of Bandai. There it- are new toys out. Yeah, it could have been. Although they Surpri- are pushing, they do have a surprise. You know... The new morpher is also a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still surprised they kept that as the morpher toy. It isn't the transfer. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to the episode. But yeah. Oh, so are we talking about Juoger first, or what are we doing? I don't even know. Oh, it's your show. Uh. <laughs> I mean, we usually start with Dino Charge. I don't know if we want to like break format here or what. I'm good with either. Paladin, what do you want to do? Yeah, I have to cover at least one of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can probably just take Juodra and get it out of the way then. All right, let's start with Dino Charge. Ken? I should have seen that coming. Ken? 
Ah, fuck. Okay. Well, you should have seen that coming too, Ken. <laughs> I, I saw it slowly approaching, but there was nothing I could do to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the SH train. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Ken's been tied to the tracks. So, anyhow... Or would it be more like the SHT bus and I just threw you under it? Something like that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, out at the villain wreckage that still nobody has checked on six months later. Maybe it, like, crashed on the other side of the planet or something. I mean, Tyler wasn't that high up. He was in orbit. Not when he jumped. He could see the ground. You can see the ground from orbit, Ken. It's that big blue thing with the clouds. Well, if it's blue, then it's the ocean. Well, you drift, you know. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure if you're aware of this, but when you're in orbit, you're going at like 2,000 miles an hour. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> um, anyhow. So, Fury is trying to give Heckle his new plan, which um, Heckle does not seem that convinced about. It's Fury, uh, would you be? No, I wouldn't. No. I do enjoy that they continue to take... Of course, also, considering the fact that this was shot all before it ever aired, they knew what they were doing with Fury from the very beginning. Of course. (laughs) Well, the thing... And, like, they had time to look at the whole series' worth of Kyoryuger before they ever started writing this, too. Like, wow, he's a loser. And figure out, yeah, the character arcs such as they are for Uh the villains. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, they knew going in exactly what they were going to do with him. <laughs> so, anyhow, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I guess, go ahead. <laughs> and begins to walk out when, lo and behold, Singe walks in. Uh, walking birthday cake that he is. <laughs> hey, did enjoy that bit. <laughs> so it's like, he, hey, I have a better plan. I'm going to upload this virus onto their computer system. And it's like, okay. I have a monster. His name is Ninja. I'm like, okay, really? Not even trying now. <laughs> that was not even a... There was not even an attempt. Look, it's a prisoner. They don't care what its name is. It's like, I, it's like, it's like do you say a ninja? And ninja? No, just ninja. Okay. <laughs> it's Takaharu. Who cares? <laughs> oh, so Takaharu dies this week. Good. <laughs> um. Anyhow, uh, back to cut to the Rangers. Uh, we have everybody out in the forest, following a map drawn in crayon. <laughs> it's less a map and more, you know, a picture. <laughs> it's kind of a great bit, though. <laughs> like crayons are, uh, you know, waterproof. Waterproof. <laughs> and he was five. And, and edible, according to Coda. No, Coda. <laughs> and you can tell that was just added in ADR, but it's great still. <laughs> or it could have been just something that he said. Uh, <laughs> you know, she said. That he just ad libbed. Yeah. I, I can see that. Because he was in the shop, but just not at that time. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, Tyler finds, uh, well, basically. A time capsule that he, he and his dad uh, put in the ground when he was that younger. That he's been to every year for 
a long time, so did he And nobody really else has the stolen? Map? Well, it was buried. But if you go back to the same place... He didn't really need the map, did he? Yeah, yeah, if you go back to the same place every year for, like, 13 years... Okay, that that's valid, but also consider Tyler. Yeah, no, that was going to be my second point. <laughs> we, The second season especially has established Tyler is kind of... Stupid? Yeah. <laughs> he's very gung-ho, but he doesn't exactly... What, what he lacks in brains, he makes for up in enthusiasm. <laughs> Yes, he makes four up in. <laughs> exactly, Ken. Tyler's rubbing off on me. <laughs> That's very yeah. unsafe behavior, Ken. But also, as we have established, only really smart members of the team are like Riley Shelby. and Shelby and Kendall. Uh-huh. Ivan in some ways and not in others. <laughs> Ivan appears smart in relation to Coda. Uh, and Coda appears smart in relation to Tyler. Or I thought you were going to say Chase. Oh yeah, we forgot about Chase, didn't we? Which is unusual. Usually, the one you forget about is Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, every year he adds a memento, and this year it's a cap from the Dino Cafe. Riley just looks like he's kind of just tolerating this because he's a friend. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I understand that feeling. I've been there. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's nice and sentimental. And thank you very much, Tyler. <laughs> can, can we leave now? Okay, let's leave. Chase wouldn't bother even pretending. <laughs> so you can tell Chase is genuine. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Chase. He's always genuine. <laughs> No matter what he's expressing, he's always genuine. Uh-huh. And Shelby says it's very special. Um... <laughs> yeah, let's just go with that word. <laughs> <laughs> he necessarily needs to work on his map drawing skills. That was five. <laughs> Take lessons from Gem and Gemma. Uh, cut to the Red Ranger going through a shooting gallery. So uh, I have a problem with this. Really? This is what you have a problem with. That's a small problem. Okay. So, you know, he's riding through shooting at the targets at a high speed on the motorcycle. Right. One of those targets happens to be basically directly in front of the monitor station where Kendall and Shelby are sitting. <laughs> and he's already a little bit off target on some of those. Wow. But if he was just, you know, a little bit more askew, this, it seems like a bad idea having that set right there. Well, remember back when they did that brave tornado tester? Her desk was right behind the target dummy then. No, can't, no, Shelby was right behind the target dummy. Uh-huh. Target brick wall, actually. They couldn't even see her. <laughs> <laughs> Which is somehow even worse. I'm just saying, maybe they need to, like... out a bit better. Maybe uh, they need to assign a member of the team to be, like, the, the full-time safety officer for so these remember, tests. So remember, so remember what we said about Kindle being smart? <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, they, <laughs> they need a dedicated safety officer to make sure these things don't happen. Kendall but who would star. they who would they go with? Riley. Ken oh, yeah. <laughs> Riley is rational and pedantic enough to actually get the job done. <laughs> He's just anal retentive enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> he would have, like, sandbag barriers and dirt berms and everything. <laughs> you know, the kind of stuff you want when you're testing high explosives and... Similar things. 
Meanwhile, they didn't ask him, so he doesn't give a shit. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, they talk about as mentioned, his aim is off. While Ninja sneaks in and, uh, well, just plugs a USB drive into the into Kendall's laptop, and, and nobody notices. In fact, Tyler turns around and should have noticed, but well, well, it's a ninja though. Sure. <laughs> it's a ninja. Yeah. So anyway, Tyler's distracted because he talked to um, his dad's old friend Rusty last week, and tells Shelby about you know the cave in the flood and you know how it floods with water and you could swim and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah so I hold my breath <laughs> through this underwater cave. And, yeah. And... Yeah. He wants to swim three or four miles underwater while he's holding his breath. And Shelby. T- and Maybe said... Coda could help with that. Then Shelby says, says what any rational person in that situation might say, and it's like, he's probably dead. I mean, like, I understand why you wouldn't want to just, like, lead with that. Yeah. But there comes a point. Uh-huh. And we were right there. There, You know. Yeah. You just have to kind of face facts and go with the hard truth. Yeah, which Shelby, you know, to her credit, tries, and then Tyler, well. Tyler's. He's, d- denial is not just in the river in Egypt. So he runs off, literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Oh, after Kendall took his um, Energem to Energem. do... Energem. So he runs off through the woods by himself. Also, what was that, like, picture frame his Energem was in? What the hell was that about? I have no idea. I think it was something, something that they science-y. were using to get readings from it. Some, yeah. Okay. It wasn't explained, but it was probably something that... It was probably a science thing. It's science thing. <laughs> it's too complicated. You wouldn't understand. And then he gets body-checked right into a freaking tree, and that looks painful as hell. <laughs> nice stunt work, though. Uh-huh. Um, to, to the point that he can't even see straight. Which is also a nice touch to this, I think. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, wait, I don't have my inner gem. Well, crap. Well, but wait, you need the chargers to morph, not the Energem. Um, no, they, I don't think have... we've actually seen a case where they are not in possession of their Energem and can still morph. Because remember, he lost his Energem to Sledge, Sledge and then couldn't transform. Which is why he flew up to Sludge's ship in the Megazord untransformed. And then kicked Shelby and Kendall out in spite of the fact that they could transform. Right? Because <laughs> again, Tyler. Yes. So, back while Tyler's about to get murdered, um, back at the power chamber, <laughs> uh, Ivan and Chase are sparring. Apparently Chase can use a sword. Um, or, that, or Ivan is just, you know... Humoring him? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Maybe he's trying to teach him. So, uh, Riley over here is talking with Kendall about the new supercharge mode, and when she says that only Tyler will be able to use it, he just has this look on his face like... Really? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even? You know who we're talking about, right? Uh, you know, Raptors are pretty cool too. <laughs> and like, you know, the other upgrade you gave to Chase, Chase, <laughs> Chase, <laughs> Chase. <laughs> uh... Let's see. Out of the team that usually yanks out at the museum. The only one worse to give an upgrade to than Tyler would be Chase. 
And guess who have two upgrades? <laughs> Tyler and Chase. Maybe Ivan could get the upgrade. See, that would make sense. More so than Tyler. <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, Tyler then falls into the power chamber. <laughs> Literally. Uh, beaten up. Apparently he was able to escape Ninja. Well, somebody chased well, the ninja there was off. Some, there was some light blue guy uh, who did stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, we're getting there. We saw the light blue guy that did stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I skipped through that. My bad. <sighs> Good yes, job, Ken. Uh, light blue guy um, fights off ninja, and then Tyler escapes, then falls into the power chamber. In the basement. Yes. Falls into the basement. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said well, I saw the Aqua Ranger. And Keeper's like, well, do you know his identity? And I wanted to say, no, you stupid asshole. If I saw it, if it's a ranger, I wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> but Tyler is nicer than me. And Keeper would probably kill him if he said that. See, that's why nobody mouths off the Keeper. They're too afraid of him. <laughs> the last ones to mouth off the Keeper? The dinosaurs. <laughs> No, no. No, actually, the last Remember, one to mouth off the Keeper was them Fury. by accident. Yeah, the last one to mouth off the Keeper was Fury, and, you know, Keeper tried purposely to kill him <laughs> with a bomb <laughs> that accidentally killed all the dinosaurs. Accidentally. Look, if he wanted to kill the dinosaurs on purpose, I'm sure he could have done it much more efficiently. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty efficient. Well, it still probably took years for all the dinosaurs to die. Well, yeah. The slow, torturous death of starvation. Yeah, but he, you know, he got to sit there and watch it. Yeah, not like he was going anywhere. What? Oh, God. Keeper just gets, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just gets now, worse. Now, imagine all that. What would happen if you did something, if you, instead of just melding off, you uh, managed to break something that he cared about? Ah, well, there's the question, though. What does Keeper actually care about? Well, this, destruction, apparently, because after Tyler... Um... <laughs> no, I mean more like, say, no, 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 no. like, accidentally, uh, say, write over his save file or something, or delete so a show he recorded uh, from the DPR. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Yes, what, is, what does Keeper's TiVo look like? Soap offers. <laughs> Well, he is, like, the only person around who has a long enough lifespan to actually, like, watch General Hospital from the day it started until today and appreciate the full scope of its story. Right! Over the course of, like, 60 years. <laughs> um, so, but, um, uh, Tyler talks about, you know, how he talked to this rusty guy. That, he seemed like he's seen an antigen before. He doesn't quite make the connection of trying to accuse him of being the Aqua Ranger, thankfully. Um, <laughs> well, Tyler. Neither does... Well, although Kendall's like, wait, what? Um, while Keeper is saying that, you know, we must convince him to join us, the added strength gives the edge to destroy Heckle. Like, <laughs> damn, man. Um, like, I realize that's the point, but <laughs> phrasing it, you phrasing it like that, you, is kind of disturbing. Just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that would be, what, the ninth out of ten? <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know. eleven. Okay, well, yeah, but... 
that Ryuji doesn't really count the same way. Um, no, so, but I mean, you can see where Keeper's coming from. With his army nearly complete, you know, <laughs> what force in the world could possibly stand against him now? <laughs> like, uh, today it's Heckle. Tomorrow? Who knows? Universe is a big place. <laughs> the universe? Heck, Earth is a big place. <laughs> Why think small? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so they go out to chest, test out um, Tyler's super mode. And, well... They should have just used the name Battleizer again for this. Yeah, they should have. It, much like a lot of the naming things in Dino Charge, it begins to be a mouthful. So that doesn't... Uh, well, the issue exactly. with pulling it a battleizer might. Well, there kind of is the fact that it's still his Zord. Well, yeah. But well, and they kind of downplayed the whole battleizer thing in the last few years. Yes, because they get so many freaking upgrades that. <laughs> <laughs> like I think the last time was the samurai battleizer, which was except for yeah. one instance, just a cockpit thing. Yep, for five seconds in the last episode. So. Unless they're going to do something like that again. So, it, it, um, uh, the super form backfires and makes Tyler start acting like a T-Rex, where he promptly tries to eat Kendall. I mean, he doesn't actually have a mouth, so I don't think he was in any real danger. No, but it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Although if Keeper was there, I'm sure he'd be you know, all about, like, you know, if we just point him toward Heckle's base... <laughs> Thankfully, Keeper's not there. <laughs> He's too busy watching his stories. So, back at the base, I guess they're just going to let Tyler run around for a little while, uh, Kendall realizes that, oh, wait, we have a virus. Good damn job. You, damn you, Windows Defender. Uh, You'd think she'd have better security. Wouldn't you just? Well, no, she probably... Uh, well, then Chase is... wouldn't be there. She's probably running Mac OS on her computers and figures that's security enough, because who writes viruses for Macs? Haha, <laughs> Singe, that's who. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a small scene on the ship introducing another monster for the episode, just kind of randomly. Well, the um, Carriager episode that debuted, the power-up was two parts, so... I can tell! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got uh, shortened up a little bit. This reminds me a lot of um, Ivan's introduction in that mm. a lot of this feels very condensed. Well, and like, there is two episodes worth of Dino Charge content here, too, that got compressed down into one. Yeah. And it's hurting, I think. A little bit. Although, I, I noticed that like they only they, they do this mainly on, like, upgrade episodes and, like, introduction of a Six Ranger. It's like, maybe they just don't like doing that stuff. Yeah, maybe. I don't it's, know. It's, a, it's a necessary thing, but it doesn't mean they have to, you know, give over an entire episode to it. Or m multiple episodes in this case. Well, I'm saying, like, the power-up thing could have been its own episode, and then the Aqua thing could have been its own episode. And they really should have been. Um... <laughs> So, they go off to hunt uh, down Tyler, sans Kindle, because we can't actually use the Purple Ranger for anything. That's kind of disappointing. A little bit. I just kind of accept that she has a museum to run and get over it a little bit. I guess, but 
Yeah. You wouldn't kill them to mention that at least once, though. It would not. Or at least let her fly the Zord out. Yeah, that only requires ADR. Yeah? And the suit actor. You don't really even need um her actress. Uh-huh. You've already so... used this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. At least she was there for the test drive. Yes. I guess. So anyway, but that was nece- uh, that was necessitated by Sentai footage. So the, the other five rangers get um, pinned down by both monsters, and you're right; they don't use the morpher at all. Weird, huh? Huh. So yeah, it's cut the Sentai footage, fighting, so on and so forth, till they, well, they send Chase to find Tyler. Now let me repeat: <laughs> <laughs> they send Chase to find Tyler. I guess if, if Chase is the most expendable one, that makes some amount of sense. Oh, I just thought he was the biggest liability in the fight. I think, I think, I think, I don't think these are mutually exclusive concepts. Although I did like, at one point, I think uh, just as they were getting ready to be ambushed, uh, you know, Coda was the one like, we're not alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he noticed them coming before they attacked. That makes sense, and that's internally consistent. Yes, I like that. So, um, uh, Chase has tracked Tyler down to his, um, time capsule box. Figuring At that's Shelby's it. suggestion. Yeah, that, that, um, Shelby suggested that would be the best way to find him. And, um, <laughs> finds it, kind of ransacked, and finds Tyler. I do like the bit with him, like, arming his, uh, morpher gun, like, behind his back. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't really do anything, but, you know, that's kind of a neat bit. Mm-hmm. So, um... It's the sort, exactly the sort of thing you would do because it, uh, it so, because it, uh, felt, because he un- thought it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Chase gets his ass handed to him, only to be saved Heck by yeah. the... Well, yes. Only to be saved by the Aqua Ranger, who, you know, starts beating the crap out of Tyler until he reveals, I'm not your enemy, I'm your dad, and he looks just like his dad in the picture, because, hey, hey, Energem, stop aging! But you didn't think that plot point was coming back. And, yep, this confirms what I thought I saw in last week's episode, where I thought I saw just a Energem in the, on the floor during the cave-in. Huh, so, you know. So, yeah, didn't really expect that, did we? No! I, I expected Tyler's dad to be, you know, silver. I think that's yeah. what everyone thought. Yeah. Because that's what it is in Kyoryuger, eventually. But the thing about <laughs> that is, this could turn very interesting, since this is going to go in some different direction. Very different direction because this is not Ramirez. <laughs> well, that's you. Unfortunate. In any way, shape, or form, and we have no clue who Silver is now. Right, that's the interesting. That's part. kind of frightening. It yeah. could be Keeper. Oh God! Exactly. <laughs> huh. Uh, huh. So, so yes, yeah, um, no time to really get used to the weirdness of his dad not being much older than him. <laughs> no, but I do. I do like that they've decided to firmly establish. Well, when they power bonds with you, it stops you aging. Well, you yeah, can they... you can fight eternally. Yeah, I mean they they established that in season one, like offhandedly. I think we talked about that a little bit at one point. But, but I it really think... wasn't used for anything aside from Coda and Ivan. Yeah, I did not really expect. Well, Ivan also had the excuse of being stuck inside Fury for centuries. Well, and I mean, for that matter, Coda also had the excuse of he was frozen in ice, and the energy gem was just keeping him alive. Right, but they, I mean, they did specifically mention in season one that the energy gem stops aging. It's just 
kind of offhandedly and didn't really ma- amount to much. But hey, guess what? We had foreshadowing. Actual plot <laughs> foreshadowing. That's kind of impressive, actually. Well, this is, it's also important. This is the first time that it's established, like, outside of any other circumstances intervening. Yeah, if you're bonded to an energem, it doesn't matter how long you don't age, even if you are awake, aware, and active that whole time. You are immortal. Swell. <laughs> <laughs> Just Which think. I imagine that they're going to unbond at the end of the series. Yeah, most likely, I would assume Keeper is going to leave with the Energems to like conquer the universe or whatever. He was, <laughs> well, whatever plus he was also on because before. they stay bonded, uh, it's going to make any future crossovers uh... hard, difficult, impossible, awkward, very awkward. All of the above. <laughs> Mind you, there's some Sentai and Rider Rider characters that shouldn't age, and they just kind of don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, look at Star Trek. Data shouldn't age. <laughs> he sure as hell did, though. Yeah, well, you know, 20 years playing the same character. It wasn't kind to Frasier, and it wasn't kind to Data either. So, anyhow, they confront the monsters again, and Tyler uh, uses uh, the supercharger and gets carnival mode. Because we don't have, because what what we're actually using is um little unwieldy, so I'll just go with the carrier one. Um, yeah. They kind of take a lot of the enthusiasm out of this form. Do they? Because I don't like this form in the first place. So all I see is this unseemly, gaudy. I don't like carnival. Well, you're wrong. Well, everyone's wrong once in a while. And then he gets a mini Zord gun along with it. I guess next episode will be the um, Zord arm attachments. The Forge attachments? Uh-huh. <laughs> the thing that makes uh, Carnival form fun. If you say so. I do. Because I'm not wrong. Eh. Anyway, it's a form. That was a really half-ass noise, Ken. Well, Carnival is a really half-ass super, super mode. Uh, so anyhow, they summon the Plesiosword and the, and of course not without ki- without Kindle again. Mm-hmm. Then because they're stuck with the Sentai footage, they have to bring bring in the Pachyzord. Yeah, so which Chase makes was... no sense according to this episode. Well, Chase was they tried to make Chase kind of important to it to, to justify <laughs> it, but... kind of sorta. They just got the Aqua Ranger. Wouldn't it make more sense to bring out the Ankylosaurd? Nope. Nope. But we are going to put him in the cockpit and give him the armor Ken said they didn't have for the new suits. So. Well, uh... I guess. They, well, I guess. Well, I thought they might not have had it for purple. I guess they. I guess they must. I don't know. Or they just don't want to use it. I don't know. Uh huh. Anyway, um, one question: Was the um actual super mode transformation to Carnival was that U.S. footage? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, not really, because... Go look on YouTube for Carnival's transformation. It's been a it while. It uses the, uh, Samba thing along with the regular Kyoryuger henshin. Uh... So I guess they probably wanted to not reference that at all. Okay. No, no nothing lost. And it has a bunch of, uh, hymns in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I, wa- since I paid attention to that. Um, so yeah, Mecha Fight. It's a Mecha Fight. One monster down, so 
that just leaves one other one to be threatened menacingly by Eggle. No, it's okay. We still need him for bait. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we could use him for baited. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just this wide-eyed look of wonder on Heckle's face. Yes. That's not wonder so much as, I think, joy. <laughs> yes. That too. You mean we're going to inflict suffering on this intelligent living creature? No, it's <laughs> like, I'm going to kill you, and wait, we use him as baited even better. <laughs> Tell me more. Suffering! <laughs> I love his actor so much. <laughs> and you can tell his actor is having a blast. Just like Ivan. Yes. Yes. So. And Coda. Yeah. Man! Tyler's dad feels really awkward. <laughs> of course, wouldn't you? Tyler got you? over that whole missing for 10 years thing pretty damn fast. Yeah, I, I I feel like I've watched this a couple of times. I don't feel like there's a really good explanation for that. Although there is. It's just kind of subtle in the dialogue. Like, he said he was on the run for ten years, and he wanted to contact them. Oh, I think what so you're he... supposed to infer from that is he felt it was not safe to be around his family. Because, yeah. like, remember his uh, book that Tyler has has a sketch of Fury, so he was being chased already uh, by the point. time he disappeared. So is he running from Fury or Keeper? <laughs> or both? Yes. Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, that one will get dashed soon enough. He probably didn't know he was running from Keeper. But he should have. Yeah. He will. <laughs> he will. <laughs> no, no, but it, it makes sense to me that he was staying away from his family for their safety. Like, of the bad choices he had, that was the more responsible one. I guess. Could send a letter or anything. Hi, I'm immortal now. <laughs> How do you think that would have gone over? <laughs> I mean, it might go over pretty well with his mom. Who knows? Did they ever talk about Tyler's mom? Nope. So That's I'm assuming she's dead. Fury probably got her. Shit. Or Keeper. Maybe Keeper is Tyler's mom. Uh. <laughs> hey, well, you know, don't, don't judge. <laughs> We don't know how Keeper's plumbing works. <laughs> oh, there's a mental image that will never leave my head. I think it needs some Drano. <laughs> it does. Straight down my throat. Intro quote. <clears throat> I was waiting for that. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> like, like a second later, I had to think about it too. I was like, did I just say that? <laughs> yeah, sure did. <laughs> That one was not even intentional. Even better. <laughs> even better. <laughs> yeah, but the mystery of Tyler's dad is solved. Right. Oh, and, Ru and Rusty turned up again. I guess. <laughs> well, he did. He was there talking with them. Maybe Rusty is Tyler's dad. <laughs> 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 Maybe Tyler has two dads. Well, you know, don't judge. Well, that would mean both of his dads do work, uh, not letting him know <laughs> that, uh, because <laughs> I'm rusty new all along that, uh, Tyler you... was alive and a ranger. So, like, the episode summary for the next episode made reference to Tyler's dad being, like, unapproving or disappointed or something 
in Tyler as a ranger. Oh, God. And it's just like, you know, maybe that's your fault a little bit. <laughs> maybe. Considering you took off for ten years, and he stayed obsessed with that his entire life. Mm-hmm. To the exclusion of all else. Mm-hmm. Like, this episode kind of brought into focus for me. Yeah, maybe the reason Tyler is all the ways he is is because of that. Yeah, just a little bit, especially with his reaction to what Shelby said, which what Shelby said was perfectly, 100% smart, intelligent, and rational. Right. And you can tell because Shelby said it. (laughs) And Tyler had a problem with it. And I mean, think too, she spent the better part of a year avoiding saying that to him. Until the point where it came that, yeah, he's going to go risk his life. Something that would probably kill him. Well, uh-huh. unless he took the Energem with him, in which case he'd probably be fine. No, we would just keep him from aging. Wouldn't keep him from drowning. Well, I don't think we've tested that yet. I, I do like how they made that a point, and, it- and it's like, it's the Aqua Ranger, and nothing about him is aquatic, so we're just going <laughs> to throw this little bit in here. <laughs> but Aqua is a color. I know, but... Typically, people associate that with water rather than the color. No, then he'd be the uh, Navy Ranger. That's not Navy. No, but if he was Marine-themed, he'd be the Navy Ranger. Like in Ninja Storm. Oh, yes. Ah, but yes, that's Dino Charge. It was... A very crammed episode. A little too much. Well, if you think about it, though, next week probably is all going to be, like, character stuff. Which I think is, is what they're... I which hope so. We, we, I think we discovered is what they're generally best at. Oh, it is. It definitely is. And I think this was just to, like, get all the non-character bits out of the way and get right into it for the next episode. Like, again, it's not a bad episode, especially compared to what that we've had in the past. Okay, so think about Ivan's introduction episode, which we all agreed was, you know, subpar. Yeah. And then think about the very next episode, which we all agreed was pretty much the best thing ever. <laughs> yes. And I don't expect that this is going to be the Knights of Amber Beach again. No, cause I, cause, because you know, <laughs> Mr. Navarro is not that charismatic. but Right. In he fact, he's a little creepy looking. But oh. that's, I think it's the plaid, honestly. Like the plaid <laughs> and flannel. I don't think it's really helping him much. Plaid, he's this 40-year-old guy hanging out with, you know... Yeah, he needs, he needs like, a... Like, his son has a thicker beard than him. And his son is trying to shave every day. Like, I think all those jeans probably came from the mother's side. Yeah? Which kind of makes me hope she was wearing long pants her whole life. Tyler got his body hair from his mother. And on that note, let's take a break. Break is good. You're listening to Superhero Time. Blowing elephant game. Grab your nets and catch as many as you can. Catch the most and you win. Everywhere you look, there's butterflies. Catch it with your nets when you see a floating guy. Then I'll hit them in again and blow them out. Find the elephant. Alright, so um time for uh second episode of Jew Ocher. Hooray. 
And I guess Paladin's doing this one. He volunteered. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned about that. As am I. Yeah. <laughs> when Paladin signs up for extra work, you know there's something to it. I just kind of assumed I didn't have a choice this time. You never know. We could get a random Fort Max episode. I mean, we've got time to kill tonight since we're not doing Star Trek. <laughs> no, no. Paladin's suffering is funnier, though. It is. <laughs> also, I don't think Fort Max would be suffering if we had Fort Max do it. I think the rest of you would be. <laughs> but Fort Max, is that a deterrent to you? Uh, I have a lot of stuff to do tomorrow, so... <laughs> okay, so you want to be out of here soon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Paladin? Paladin? All right, all right, I'm loading it up. So, yeah, recap from last time. Bloody, bloody, blah. Need another, Need another champion symbol, all that shit. Tusk is still a dick. No, he's an elephant. <laughs> I assume they have dicks. They call them trunks. Quick, somebody Google elephant dick. That's not me. Say <sighs> <Hey>, Giga. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a Giga Beetle challenge. Why not? To hammer the point home, Tusk steals Yamato's cube. <laughs> and just walks away. <laughs> like, I, like that, I like that Leo's main concern is like, when's our next meal? And then Sela and Amu <laughs> just nodding. Well, they are the predator animals on the team. Uh-huh. Then intro, I guess it's a bit better. They, yeah, they changed some stuff up. They got a um, very Gokhydra-ish start to it now. Uh, plus, the actual actors are in their character shots now. Okay, so I found something better than just an elephant penis. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. An elephant hand job. What? It, it's too bad we can't make that, that episode picture. <laughs> that should be the episode title, though. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm glad I googled this now. Uh, this is pretty no, much the this is pretty much the best result I could have asked for from googling elephant dick. Apparently so. I think you'd have figured that out after five and a half years. I'm kind of impressed. In most of these pictures, the elephant penis is actually, like, reaching the ground. Damn. So there you go. Fun fact about animals. <laughs> I wonder if it's prehensile. So are we... <laughs> Just spin it every episode summarizing zeros. You're looking up at potential <laughs> animal <laughs> Well, look, eventually we're going to run out of animals. Well, uh, Gary, I mean, Jerry, 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 has an animal at the end of every episode. True. We only do need about 50. Well, there you go. There's at least, there's, there's at least 50 animals. <laughs> so, the Z-Humans are exploring the human world and overwhelmed by how different everything looks to them. He had no idea there were shapes other than square. Although I find you say that, but I find it funny. It's like on the um, side of the building where Amo gets the drink, the, the 
pattern is still checkerboard. <laughs> well, that's what drew her to must it. Be, must have been how she knew to go there. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's enjoying the world in a different way. For instance, a fountain. <laughs> yes, but Sailor's just swimming in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they keep switching back between their human forms and zoom-in forms, unfortunately. I guess they have to concentrate. Seems like an unconscious thing, almost. Right, so they probably have to concentrate to keep up the human form. Yeah. And we learn Amu has excellent sense of taste because she can identify every ingredient in a drink she forces Yamato to pay for. Yeah, this is the episode where it's like, okay, these are all the things they can do. I I, I, I feel bad for Yamato's um, credit by the end of the series. Because <laughs> I don't think any of these guys are getting jobs. Oh, no, like, it'll be perfect. Just, you know, somewhere before the 10th episode, there will be the episode where one or more of them tries to go work. Oh, God. It'll be perfect. Please. Yes. Please let it be Leo. <laughs> <laughs> or Tusk. He's being an asshole to everybody. Yes, his personality in a service industry? Oh, my God. Well, see, he won't be working for long. It'd be like Vegeta working in a retail. Oh, there's a filler episode I want. Yes. <laughs> Vegeta gets a job. <laughs> It'll be the hit sequel to Goku Learns to Drive a Car. Yes! <laughs> Vegeta goes to work at a Starbucks. His first customer is Yamcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awkward for both of them. Okay, back up in orbit, the the uh, Death Galleons are discussing the prospects on Earth. And whoever am- amuses their master the most will, sp- will uh, be rewarded somehow. Perhaps with not dying. Well, there is a thing about this, though. The way it's set up, they can actually get away with the you know generals constantly failing because it's a game. It's not really that big of a deal to them. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting way to set it up to actually, you know, instead of you have that eternal threat of, oh, if we screw up one more time, I'll destroy you or get rid of you or whatever, and then they don't. Then they screw up many more times. Uh huh. They're grongy. <laughs> anyway, Yaku- uh, Yamato has just decided to put collars on all the zoom in and drag <laughs> them back to his house. That feels racist. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Color-coded collars and leashes. At least, you know, Where did he get those, by the way? Pet store. Pet store. <laughs> Pal, when's the last time you've been to a pet store? They, Any color and pattern of leash and collar you can imagine they would have. All the colors of the rainbow. And then some. At least they only look mildly annoyed. Instead of, like, you know, Leo trying wanting to eat his head. Speaking of Leo... His, his, his special skill is noteworthy. He is very, very loud. He's very proud of this. <laughs> loud and proud. Well. Which is unfortunate for Sela because she has excellent hearing. That's gonna, that's gonna, um, probably clash at some point, I think. See, I would think a shark would have, like, an excellent sense of smell, but I guess that's harder to portray in a TV show. Hmm. You know, smell a drop of blood from a mile away. Yes. That kind of thing. We'll get to that. I guess so you can just get... hear a drop of blood from a mile away. 
So they get in and find a seal. Well, if that's what you want to call it. I think he means seal as in the Pokemon. I want to call it. <laughs> and we get to meet Uncle Mario. Boy, do they. Who sculpts animals by becoming the animal. He's a method actor sculptor. Well, he could do better. Right. (laughs) He sure could. And Leo immediately transforms into a zoom in form and gives him a heart attack. I like how Leo is proud of every single thing he does in life. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how stupid. He is the cat that will shit shit, shit next to your bed and like, wait, look, I brought you a present. (laughs) Cat who will, uh, like, cat who will roll off a bed, uh, and finally regain their composure will be like, all, I meant to do that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. That is, yeah. Leo is basically that, yes. And elsewhere, Tusk still can't figure out how the fuck a human can use one of their champion cubes. Well, we hit the thing and press the button. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is not a very complicated device, you know. No, I think the problem was more, how did he turn it into a, you know, cube phone? (laughs) Yes. Because once you accomplish that step, yes, there's not really much to using it. It's it's more that tricky first, you know, magical transformation. Yeah, I suppose so. From prop to toy. <laughs> Why does it look cheaper a... all of a sudden? <laughs> and everyone finds a place to crash. Amu gets a bench, Leo climbs up a tree, and Sela just takes the bathtub. <laughs> um, I, I, at this point, I'm pretty convinced that when they have the masks on, it is just the actors, unless they need a stunt actor, as we will see next week. No, I think they are using suit actors for the. Are you sure? Because it, it look they look about like the same body. They look about the same body type, size, height. Well, you'd kind of go for that with a suit actor anyway, wouldn't you? Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Well, they have some... the same language in their zoom end forms as well, which is really important. Because they act the same way. Okay, yeah, I... but like, I mean, a good That's suit kind of actor. What suit actors are supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know. Like, think about think about the main writer in every series for the last you know decade and more, <laughs> uh, which is the same guy who acts with completely different body language for every character. Yeah, he does. A but... good suit actor will never look the same twice. That's true, but I don't know. It just. They don't. I don't know. With the Ranger suits, they tend to you know feel a little bit different at least sometimes. But especially if Jiro's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. They look about the same height and weight and body types. It just, I, it, it it feels like it is the actors. I don't know. Especially, well, here's the other here's the other thing that would be an issue. Especially having to open... put the mask, having to put the animal masks, helmet thingies on, that's going to mess up all their makeup. Uh huh. Eh, maybe. And the way Toei shoots, it's not like they can do all the human stuff first and then do all the animal stuff and cut it together. No, they film in a straight line. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for them to just have the suit actors in a second copy of all the wardrobe with the animal stuff on and 
you know, shove them in front of the camera when they need to make the switch. Maybe. Although the first episode's opening credits did just have the animals, but it had the actors' names on, over them, so... There's, oh. Well, they're, the, they're still voicing them. Uh-huh. And even uh-huh. even when it's char- suit characters, on the opening credits will specifically give have the voice actors, and then the, the suit actors would get a separate general suit actor group. Because okay. the suit actors don't just do one thing. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Like, um, the way Grumps and Spendix translated Cocker Rangers credits, you know, they're specifically the Japan Action Club. Like, I'm just pointing that out because they translated that credit specifically for mm-hmm. that purpose. Right, right. Okay, okay, so, okay. So, yeah, right. you'll have, uh, I'm, the suit actors, I'm usually one of the Ranger actors is also going to be, uh, in the, uh, mech suits. Uh, uh-huh. right. you'll so also, right. and also very, I'm, you'll, like Tokyo drawing, one of uh, pink suit actor was also wagons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so and sharing they... villain, well, sharing uh, the uh, recurring villains uh-huh. with Rangers. On that happens because most of the time, most of them don't aren't uh, going to be in the same frame. Yeah. Okay. Well, so they they do a very good job of making it fe- seem like the actors in this show, then. Mm-hmm. So, props to them on that, at least. So, anyway, where the hell was I? Everybody taking a nap or going to bed. All right, next morning, uh, Yamato, Yamato finds Tusk asleep by the river and sets up camp. <laughs> I don't know where the hell he got all that stuff, though. Backpack. Uh-huh. Which he's not wearing the same. And Yamato tells the story of how a bird man saved him when he was little, and that's how he got his lucky charm. It's magically delicious. To anyone else, he would sound crazy. Such as to his uncle, who thinks he sounded crazy. Uh-huh. His uncle. <laughs> his uncle. <laughs> we have seen his uncle. That's too bad his uncle's not, you know, fully off the other side of crazy. It'd be just, you know, like Uncle and Jackie Chan. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be kind of fantastic. Well, series is young. True. And about then, huge chunks of the city start blowing up. Don't you just hate when that happens? So now, I now realize the theme of the monsters in this series. And, go ahead. Weapons. Because they're hunters. Right. Yeah. But that's a kind of a neat theme, I think. It's different? Yeah. Well, let's just hope Probably. they can stay being creative with it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weapons out there. Ah, but they all kind of follow, like, a fixed number of themes. I guess that's true. Yeah. So we'll see. So far, they're pretty good, though. And the Zoomans are alerted to danger because their tails stand up. They become erect. Boy, do they. (laughs) Is there a monster in town, or you just happen to see me? (laughs) So, since Yamato decides to stand up to the monster unmorphed, Tusk eventually uh, gives in and gives him back his cube. How very second episode of them. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And then we get the team morph sequence. Which is okay, I guess. It's pretty cool. I like the end shot. I like the roll call, though. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. 
And then I think we get another use of the um, camera drone. Uh huh. When uh, he's flying. Mm hmm. And they yep. throw more coins down to summon the foot soldiers. Extra. <laughs> oh, it's they're paid DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Pay to win. <laughs> Not so far. Well, they, that's that's how it usually works in freemium games too. <laughs> and we get to see everyone show off their instinct awaken fighting. And Scylla can dive underground when there's no water, apparently. Yep. Because sharks do that. Street sharks. They're <laughs> awesome. Now, for as much as we don't really care for the individual, for the, um, I mean, not the individual weapons, the, um... The sidearms. What individual weapons? As I say, <laughs> Owa Yamato has that. Um, the uh, sidearms. Uh, the finisher for the swords is actually pretty cool. I guess it's a improvement in a way. Well, see, they're all glowing brightly when it happens, so you don't really have to look at them. <laughs> Ken makes a good point, I have to admit. <laughs> so, then continue metal and round two of Blood Game. And this time, Tiger and Elephant are the fastest, so they get to jump through the flaming hoops <laughs> and form the Megazord. Apparently. Um, I do like this formation, though. It's a little bit different. I mean, it ends with a rider kick. But Go Hydra did that years ago. It did, except this is a standard attack. <laughs> that will be used once or twice. Right. Because <laughs> we get another up we get another upgrade next week already. The mysterious Kieran. <laughs> That mythical animal that never could have existed. Have you seen the size of that neck? How could something like that live? <laughs> and they bring Tusk back to their uncle's house, and he immediately faints because his cooking smells horrible. To be fair, he's making natto. Uh-huh. Although the cats seem to be into it. They're cats. <laughs> exactly. Not very true to life. <laughs> As long as there was a can opener involved, they're very interested. <laughs> yeah, have you smelled cat food lately, Ken? Well, I don't make the attempt, but I guess I can't help it because I have a cat. Right? Yeah, I know. That makes plenty of sense. Mm -hmm. To be fair, it would be the same thing if it was a dog. <laughs> yes. Now, this is the first week I actually paid attention to the um, translation of the end credits. And then I wanted to, you know, hurt myself. Oh. <laughs> Not having much elephant with that? I can't... I can't believe... <laughs> actually... Well, he ain't lying. That, I mean, that's actually in... That, that, that's, that's not even just a translation. They actually said elephant. Uh -huh. <laughs> God. <laughs> God. I hate you so much, Toei. <laughs> Is there regal style? Uh... So, yeah, that was Juoger. Yes! Still pretty good, I think. It's it funny. Was, it, 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 it was fairly standard, but... Um, but I it was actually, funny. Yeah, it was funny. I really like... Uh, I saw the raw of this week's episode, and that's pretty good, so... Yeah, I haven't, I haven't 
watched episode three in any capacity yet. Uh, the uh, like for the first two weeks, the subs were on Sunday night. <laughs> not this like, week. Ah. Like ah, I'll wait. Yeah, I mean, what's the big deal? And then, I even I even grabbed the raw Sunday afternoon because like oh, okay, it's out, it's out now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I haven't yes. checked. I haven't checked since this morning. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I like episode three a lot. So because now they're getting into more you know character focused stuff, and next week is Amu, and then the week after that is uh, Sela and Leo. I mean, I think you know Sentai is judged on how it does the standard episodes. Mm-hmm. And this was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. As, as it is, we're still in the introduction phase there, so mm-hmm. the standard ones really start with episode three. Yeah, but I mean, this episode's plot was like about as standard as it comes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. It is a very, very. I have seen this plot in Sentai many times before. Yeah, especially in like the second episode. Uh huh. And that's not even, like, because it executes it well enough, so it's not really a detriment to it that it's a very second episode of Sentai. Well, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this stands on the quality of how it handles episodes like this, and this was pretty good. Yeah. I guess maybe I didn't like it as much because I've seen it so much before. Well, you're just not looking at it the right way is the problem. Yeah, I, I, the thing I've learned about Sentai, I don't really go in looking for something different. I just want to execute it well. <laughs> Plus, I really, really hate these Zords. They're growing on me. As long as you just pay attention to the suits and ignore the toy equivalents. I mean, like, the candy toys look okay because they favor how the suits are laid out a little bit more. Well, but it's the entire giant sword thingy gimmick that ruins the uh, deluxe toys. Right, and that's just because they want the totem pole thing going on. Right. Which, I, if that was executed in a little bit more complicated way, I think could be really cool. Like, if you stack the cubes up and plug that down in, and all the, like, the entire body springs open into different shapes. Or if the sword just collapsed so that the legs didn't have to be... Yeah, that too. ...bono leg. Yeah. Because yeah. the way the candy toy does it, I'm, it has the sword stored in the head, but it's just a regular sword. Mm-hmm. And I think the giraffe comes with a bigger sword blade piece, too. Um, no, but I mean, like, yeah, just have the sword go down partway through, have a trigger pass through. Or have the sword just collapse. Well, either way, I'm just saying, like, you can still use the sword to trigger the spring-open transformation, but have, like, a pass-through trigger in the middle body piece mm-hmm. that activates the lower body at the same time. So that can split apart into the legs. I mean, there's other more complicated ways they could do it than what they've done. But, like, I understand why the deluxe designs are the way they are for the execution of the gimmick they thought they could manage. I get it. I don't like the way the deluxe toys look, but I get it. But again, always the candy toys. Which I was amused looking at videos of the candy toys, like, yeah, you can make the candy toys look exactly like the deluxe toy. Of course, then you can part-swarm them into more poseable versions. The only bad thing about the candy toys is the uh, lion has to use big, thick stickers to cover up, like, the hollow face surface on one of the sides. You know, if you want to, like, go full paint, you have to, like, fill that with putty and sand it down smooth and everything. 
big pain unless you're really into model making. Although, aren't they? Don't they have like uh, actual action figure versions now too? Yeah. So I guess that's an option. Kind of. They did that with Tokyo. You're right. That was the first one that had those. Mm -hmm. And boy, it needed it. <laughs> It didn't have articulation in the right point. The dick? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what these zords are missing. A giant penis. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, could have been a component the of the... <laughs> right, that could have been a component of the elephant cube. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking to myself, there's, there's a... I won't say what it is, but there's a clever usage of the mecha in the next episode. And I just thought to myself, that was cool. No train dick, but it was cool. <laughs> I mean, what's going to be a train dick again, ever? No. No. What is no. ever going to be that again? No. <laughs> I still like that one piece of art. You know, the, from, the, the from, alternate from, scene from, of the crossover. From God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his phone and just does not see anything. Uh-huh. Even as the train dick comes smashing through his window. Right behind his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. It's it's so hard for me to remember sometimes. Oh wait, that's not what actually happened. <laughs> me too. Me too. But it's just so perfect. <laughs> and it couldn't have worked if early series Takatori had been any different. Mm -mm. I don't want Gaim again. I mean, besides the um, direct-to-video stuff, has which... It, has anybody subbed the um, second one yet at all? Uh, no, TV Nihon threw, like, fonts and stuff over it, but nobody's actually subbed it yet. Fuck. I know, right? What is it about Gaim that the supplemental stuff is... I don't know. Why does Gaim kill groups? <laughs> I guess that's the question. I guess something had to take up for Kuga once Kuga got subbed all the way. Gaim is the new cursed series. Eh, that's fine. We'll never get Blu-ray subs completely for Kuba. Kuga. Kuba. <laughs> Words. Koopa. <laughs> Masked Rider Koopa. <laughs> Metamorphin. When does the Blu-rays for Kuga come out? Uh, first box is already out. Oh. Any luck tracking copies of that down, Fort Max? Nope. Oh. <laughs> well, eventually, yeah, though, nothing right? Nothing ever works out well for Kuga. Apparently Kuga not. Is, Kuga is now the new Kuga. <laughs> well, it's all been subbed, although, you know, we're still trying to get through that third pass. Technically. Still trying to get through that third pass with the Grongi. I don't care about the Grongi. Well, I do since I've already watched Kuga once. Okay, I guess that's true. It's just, it's just, I mean, I love that it was sub, but those initial ones are just kind of, they're rough. I realize, you know, they did it all in like a weekend, but regardless. <laughs> I think the new ones are trying to be better, though. I know. It's just. They're, they're, they're still kind of rough, though. I, I still, I just, I just. The, um, the current round of scripts really kind of need, like, a third pass just to pick out. Typos. Yeah, little errors. Uh, typos, missing lines here and there. And how long is it taking? 
uh, well, I think Kilowog's basically the only person... 16 years? I think Kilowog's the only person basically working on it oh, okay. all the time. Like, so batches like, of translations happen, and then... So it's like it's like Black, where it was like one dude. Yeah, it's Well, just, except with this, it's Kilowog essentially, I think, paying uh, Heat to do the translation with pizza. I mean, that's there, valid. I, yeah, I mean, like, that's a perfectly <laughs> sensible currency. <laughs> What kind of pizza does Heat like? Can, can we pitch in on that? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what kind of pizza does Heat like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like... Yeah, Heat does the translations, but I think Kilowog's doing all the technical side of putting the subs together. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where probably just there's not enough hours in the day. Oh yeah, I know. I, I I'm mostly just joking. And honestly, honestly, if I was not like having my hands in so many projects as it is all the time, yeah, I would probably be volunteering to like do that, you know, extra little look over the scripts. Mm-hmm. But I just don't need to be doing more stuff. <laughs> I know the feeling. You know, and I'd probably be able to after we get on if uh, once the Blu-rays. Well, if grow if. Uh, I mean, if we do, if uh, Sheer does retire from fan something after Flashman and uh, uh, Change Man are done, uh-huh. then yeah, I'd have the time. But oh yeah, because Grunt and Spandex would basically be kaput then, wouldn't they? Pretty much, yeah. At least they got Bioman done first. Yeah, I mean, it's most. I mean, most of what we do is stuff Sheer's wanted to translate for a long time anyway. Well, isn't that how it always works out anyway with fan subgroups? Unless you're TV Nihon and you just do everything out of obligation. Yep. <laughs> well, of co- well, granted, I'm. These are when it comes to older shows. Yeah, I mean it's. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not like uh, any of the shows, any of the uh, weeklies that overtime is done or ones that Heat or Magenta have wanted to do for years. Right. Right, right. Yeah, no, no. No, I just mean, like, yeah, for anything that's back catalog, it's always just a matter of, well, what does the translator want to do? Mm-hmm. Because, like, TV Nihon can't do any back catalog stuff. They try, and they never finish, hardly. <laughs> Well, or know, or they finish comedically late. Yeah, overtime finishing, Ginger. I was happy about that at least. Um, or it's like that time when they were within like one move of finishing Die Ranger, <laughs> and then that other Checkmate, group came out of nowhere <laughs> and released the full batch. And then it was officially released here. <laughs> well, like two years later. I know it's just the, that that was the still best counts. Time. That was the Still best better thing. than theirs. That was, that, that was the best thing logging on that morning and seeing that. I'm like, wait, really? <laughs> All of it? I still need to get those sets, too. Yeah. And you need to get Cocker Ranger when it comes out. Yes. You have Cocker... to wait till May and get all three. You could. Cocker Ranger is such a good series. It's so full of drugs. Yes? Is that a complaint? Not necessarily. <laughs> Look, I don't like any context where that could be a complaint. Cocker Ranger's fantastic. And then there, and there's one episode that's literally full of drugs. <laughs> when the cat bus gets on drugs? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Well, even before that, I was calling it Cat Drugs McBus. Yeah. Because, you know, Cocker Ranger's so good. I mean, Jew Ranger, Die Ranger, Cocker Ranger, that is just like three really solid series right, uh, right together. Then you have that sad down moment that was O-Ranger. But, but then, then you've got Car Ranger. And six back up episodes again. of O-Ranger were really good. <laughs> well, you could say the same thing about Energon, Fort Max. Well, no, I mean, it's just that you, you can six see episodes what, they of Energon? To, what they were aiming to do and then real life shit happened. And... Uh-huh. No, but like, you take a break for the year that was O-Ranger, then you get Car Ranger, Mega Ranger, and Ginga Man all back to back, and you get another you know good run of three series. You just you need to take breaks in between. Sadly, you know, after that there's Go Go Five, which was a down year, and then you only get Time Ranger and Gal Ranger back to back. Because then it's Hurricane and then it's down. But then again. it's Saber Ranger, Decker Ranger, and Maji Ranger. Mm. At this it, rate, Shout Factory might be our only hope for official subs of Hurricane or Maji Ranger. No, those those full subs for Maji Ranger. In full? Oh, right, there is. Yeah. Uh-huh, I I, I've watched them. I forgot about that compl- Oh, have you? That does not sound like a ringing endorsement. They go a bit crazy with the typesetting, but... Uh-huh. To be fair, oh, so God. What, Fort Max? Well, I say, yeah, they went a bit crazy with the typesetting, but to be fair, so did Toei. <laughs> yes, but you're not reading it for to- for the Japanese audience. I don't care about your. No, I meant kidding. they went. No, I mean the group that re, that finished uh, Magic Ranger last year. They went crazy with the typesetting for like the, uh, for the uh, uh, on-screen uh, superimposed text. You mean the subtitles? Uh... Well, no, I mean they went crazy with well, the subtitles that were present in the orig- in the show originally. Oh, okay. But no, I think when it comes down to it, when Shout Factory gets to that point in several years, they'll just skip Hurricane. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for them to just skip O Ranger too because they perceive a lack of interest. Uh... Maybe I should finish watching O Ranger at some point. Remember that time? Like I posted the screen caps of it to Twitter, where the computer exploded and burned the code into O Red's back. Yes. I kind of stopped watching after that. See, that actually makes it sound worth watching, though. <laughs> but computers don't work that way. They don't? The, the program was being read into memory when it exploded, so the flash burned it into my back. There's, uh, there's one episode where uh, uh, Bulldog's evil plan is turn kids into furries. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. But does it explain and a lot? Cute fur- and it's cute furries. If you right. say so, Fort Max. I think we'll leave it on that note, because where, <laughs> where can we go from cute furries? So we'll be back next week with more duo and Dino Charge. While it lasts. <laughs> All right. For three more episodes. And then six months off. You've been listening to Superhero Time. 
Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash Android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a Radio Free Cybertron production. I like how... So I've got an extension in Firefox uh, YouTube Center, which does various things to make YouTube not as shitty as it possibly could be. One of those is an overlay on, like, thumbnails on a search results page that tells you the resolution and the frame rate. Mm. So this one here I'm looking at is reporting a resolution of 228 pixels <laughs> at one frame per second. Uh... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that's, that's, that's from 2006 YouTube right there. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.